One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 49. Today's episode is about the two ingredients that I believe are the most critical elements of building a successful business, whatever success means to you. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to tell you about a couple of opportunities to connect further. If you've been hanging out with me on the podcast for a while, or if you're brand new but want to connect further, I want to tell you about two ways that I'd love to to extend our conversation. First is the private Facebook group for listeners of this podcast, current and aspiring small business people who want to build strong small businesses that also make a positive impact in the world. If that sounds like you, I would love to have you join us in the Facebook group. To be redirected to join, head to makinggoodpodcast.com slash community. And the second way to connect is on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an audio-only social media app that is currently in beta. It is currently accessible only on iPhone or iPad, but it will be launching soon for Android. Clubhouse is essentially a way to have conversations like we do here on the podcast except they're interactive. So you can come chat and join in the conversation and they're not recorded. So you have to be there live to listen. If you are on Clubhouse or you're interested in Clubhouse, send me a message on Instagram at Lauren Tilden, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. And I'll send you links to the rooms that I'm hosting. Okay, so now let's jump into my two ingredient recipe for success. First, I want to say up front that I'm defining success as simply getting what you want. Maybe that's a business that pays the bills while letting you work 20 hours a week, or maybe it's a full empire. I have decided that success, whatever that looks like for you, is a simple combination of two ingredients, a strong mindset and taking action. These two elements, mindset and action, are so, so, so critically important to getting the results you want in business, but they're not usually where we start. They definitely weren't for me. I started with information. When I first started my small business, Good Sheila, I was a sponge, constantly reading and learning about how to run a small business. I had a background in marketing in the corporate world, but it was a completely different world from paper goods. And so when I started Good Sheila, I felt in many ways like I was starting over. And so I devoured all of the content I could get my hands on content about starting, running, organizing, marketing, and growing a small business. I wanted all of the strategy, all of the tactics, all of the skills, all the templates, everything. I remember that every so often along the way, I'd hear someone say something about mindset or something about starting before you're ready or taking action. And I'd internally roll my eyes. 
I thought, I don't need to waste my time writing in, in my journal or sticking affirmations on my mirror. And I am not ready to start taking action. I don't even know what I'm doing yet. First, I need to learn all of the skills that will take me from point A, where I am now, to point B, where I want to be. And so I bought courses. I read books and blog posts written by experts. I listened to podcasts. I watched YouTube videos. And still, despite investing so much time and energy into learning and consuming information, I often found myself spinning my wheels, wondering why more wasn't happening for me. I'm not exactly sure how it happened, but over time, I've started to see over and over again how consuming information is not what leads to success. What leads to success is establishing a strong mindset and then being willing to take action. So let's talk a little bit about each of these elements. First up, the power of your mindset. Your mindset is the lens through which you approach life. In it is buried what you believe about yourself, your life, the world, and how the world works. In an article on brainpickings.org, one of my favorite websites, Maria Popova writes that belief systems about our own abilities and potential fuel our behavior and predict our success. I've mentioned the book Mindset by Carol Dweck on this podcast before, and there's a reason I bring it up again and again and again. It is such a powerful exploration of the power of mindset. I would so recommend that you give it a read, but in the meantime, here are the cliff notes. Carol Dweck is a researcher who studies the power of mindset and how your mindset affects the way you live your life and the results that you see. She's learned that your mindset will fall into one of two categories. You might have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. People with a fixed mindset believe that their intelligence and abilities are fixed and that they won't change throughout their life, whereas people with a growth mindset believe that intelligence and ability can be achieved through experience and through trying new things. Here's a quote from the book. When you enter a mindset, you enter a new world. In one world, the world of fixed traits, success is about proving that you're smart or talented, validating yourself. In the other, the world of changing qualities, it's about stretching yourself to learn something new, developing yourself. In one world, failure is about having a setback, getting a bad grade, losing a tournament, getting fired, getting rejected. It means you're not smart or talented. In the other world, failure is about not growing, not reaching for the things you value. It means you're not fulfilling your potential. In one world, effort is a bad thing. It, like failure, means you're not smart or talented. If you were, you wouldn't need effort. In the other world, effort is what makes you smart or talented. The good news is that even if you have a fixed mindset, a growth mindset is something that you can adopt with a little bit of effort and intention. So what does this have to do with anything? (laughs) Someone with a fixed mindset is really, really, really afraid to fail. They don't want to be judged. They don't want to not meet their goal. And so a lot of the time they don't even start taking action at all. Someone with a growth mindset knows that failing is part of growing and that you only get good at things by being willing to be bad at them first. I'm not sure that I naturally have a growth mindset, but I am absolutely convinced of how important it is to cultivate one. So this is my ongoing everyday challenge. Here are some of the beliefs I have that are core to my mindset and the way I approach work and life. First, I've learned that the best things come outside of my comfort zone. If it feels scary, it's probably a good thing to try. Second, I understand that we're never good at things right away. We have to be willing to be bad at something to get good. 
Third, if I wait until something is perfect to put it out into the world, I waited too long. Fourth, there's always something you can learn. When things go wrong, I can always ask myself, what can I learn from this? Fifth, there is no need to rush. Sixth, my brain isn't the only place with knowledge. Intuition is powerful. Seventh, people will judge, but that's not my business. I care enough about what I'm doing to do it anyway, even if I'll have to face judgment. And eight, action is the secret sauce. I think you saw that one coming. So I've talked about the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset and shared some of my favorite things to remind myself when it comes to keeping a strong mindset. So practically speaking, what do I do to keep my mindset strong and positive? For me, mindset work isn't a formal practice. I don't have a daily journaling habit or sticky notes with affirmations around my house. Although many people do both of those things and I know that they work. But here are three main ways that I practice my mindset work. The first is I make it part of my work. One way that I'm constantly doing mindset work is through what I teach. If you listen to this podcast or follow me on Instagram, you'll see that these messages about mindset are very, very common in so much of what I do. I really hope that talking about this is helpful for my audience, and I know that it is helpful for me. I'm always talking about mindset because I care about it so much, and the process of constantly having this conversation keeps it very top of mind for me. The second way I practice mindset work is to get mindful and curious. I try to be mindful of the thoughts that are happening in my head so that I can identify the ones that are helpful and the ones that aren't. If I can feel myself resisting or procrastinating on something, which by the way, are surefire signs that something isn't going well when it comes to my mindset, usually after a day or so, I will notice and I'll remember to ask myself, hmm, I wonder why I'm feeling this. What am I scared of? And the third thing that I practice is talking to people. There aren't many things that are better for getting your head clear and aligned than confiding in a friend, ideally another small business person. Getting an outside perspective is invaluable. You can do this through Instagram message, by text, or you can even post in a business Facebook group to seek outside input. P.S. If you're looking for a Facebook group of like-minded other small business owners, check out our Good Business Community Facebook group. In my opinion, your mindset isn't something that you figure out once, put on, and then never tweak or adjust again. It's a work in progress. It's a daily work in progress. Building a strong mindset is a commitment and an ongoing process. We will never arrive, but we can build a stronger and stronger mindset that sets us up to constantly do bigger and better things. Okay, so hopefully I've convinced you about the power of mindset. Let's talk about taking action. One of the most mind-blowing realizations I have had, probably in my entire life, is this. You can't wait until you feel clear or motivated to take action. In fact, taking action is what makes you feel clear and motivated. You don't have to feel like it. You don't have to feel confident. You don't have to feel ready. You don't have to feel not scared. You don't have to feel excited. But you do have to take action anyway. Taking action is the only way to get from where you are now to where you want to be. Everything you want is on the other side of taking action. Action is the powerful, magical thing that will carry you to wherever you want to go. Sometimes there are things that can trick you into thinking that they are taking action. I experience this a lot, and I call it productive procrastination. 
For me, productive procrastination shows up like researching, seeing how other people are doing whatever it is I want to do, or deciding it's a really good time to reorganize my office or email inbox. Things that are not actually that important or core to moving forward, but that might make me feel productive. The truth is, if there's something you want to do, there is nothing to do but to start doing it. If, like me, you find yourself stuck and not taking action on something important, here are a few things that help me. First is to do a brain dump. I love a good brain dump. A brain dump is when you just sit down and free write whatever is on your mind. Tasks, stressors, to-do lists, items, thoughts, aspirations, whatever comes up. Write it down in a completely uncensored way. If there's something specific you're stuck on, do some free writing to answer these questions. Why am I not doing X? What is stopping me from doing X? What am I scared of when it comes to doing X? The second piece of advice I have is to break the task down into the smallest possible pieces. If the task on your list is to set up email marketing for your business, that might feel really big and amorphous and overwhelming. But if you sit down and write it into the simplest, smallest possible steps, it starts to feel more approachable. For example, let's say the item on your to-do list is setting up your email marketing. Smaller tasks, when you break it down, might look like asking five small business friends what email marketing tool they use and would recommend to compare pricing and features on the different email marketing tools, creating an email marketing calendar, deciding how you'll encourage people to opt into your email list, etc. And my third tip for taking action is to get accountable. This is the 49th full episode I've released for this podcast. I have released an episode every Tuesday since last May, and I will continue releasing episodes every Tuesday. I know that people expect these episodes to come out Tuesday, so I make sure I have something ready to go every week. But if I hadn't committed to a weekly episode release day, I am sure that there would be way, way, way fewer episodes released. Definitely not 49 or anywhere close to it. Because for me, I know that if I want to make sure something happens, I need to declare it widely, or at least tell someone. To wrap things up, I wanted to share a quote that I think is so, so beautiful and that I think really encapsulates both of these two magic ingredients of getting results. In a commencement speech, branding designer and artist Debbie Millman said the following, which is based on her 2009 anthology, Failsafe. She said, if you imagine less, less is what you will undoubtedly deserve. Do what you love and don't stop until you get what you love. Work as hard as you can. Imagine immensities. Don't compromise and don't waste time. Start now. Not 20 years from now. Not two weeks from now. Now. Okay, that is what I have for you today. I would love to hear from you. How does mindset and action taking show up for you in your small business? DM me and let me know on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. This episode resonated with you, or if you learned something, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram stories. Just take a screenshot from your podcast player and tag me in it so I can say hello. The links and notes from this episode can be found at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 49. And just a reminder, there are two ways to connect with me beyond the podcast. One is to join the Facebook group at makinggoodpodcast.com slash community. 
And the second is to connect on Clubhouse. I'm hosting several conversations every week about the topics that we chat about here on the podcast. I would love for you to join the conversation. Find me on Clubhouse at Lauren Tilton or connect with me on Instagram and I'll send you the link. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.